Blog Talk Radio. afternoon once again everybody Andy Kimball here on the Coast to Coast live show the Ebony and Ivory show with myself and Lloyd Booker on the East Coast Philadelphia Lloyd how we doing there in Philly this afternoon this evening I guess it is there uh hey man everything's good everything's good on this and as a matter of fact it's uh home slice home skillet home boy what's up um, how are you doing yeah it's good it's, it's talk- good over here. actually we're still in the midst of a uh, of a heat wave, but believe it or not, right now I'm actually having I'm doing the show with a uh, with a buddy of mine. Just got finished playing tennis, and I'm sitting uh, I'm sitting in his car, so I'm sweaty, I'm funky, but uh, we can still get down. <laughs> we can still Terrific. get down, and uh, it's 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 early evening here. We're on the East Coast. We're in Philadelphia. Actually, we're in the idyllic. Uh, Bryn Mawr, PA, even during the coronavirus and the riots. But, uh, yeah, everything's cool. Everything's good. Cool in the game. What about you? Real good here. It's another beautiful day in L.A. What can I say? Temperature's been holding steady, nice blue skies. And and um, I'm sitting here, well, I must say, during the show, it's my uh, Kona beer from the Kona Brewing Company in Hawaii, oh, my Lord, beverage of choice. You do, you do know now. Wait a minute. You do know now that uh, the the Corona, Kona. Don't say Kona. Get it out right now, because you got some beer in your mouth. You said the Corona. You you do know <laughs> that, that this. That, so you know where this is going, and, and I hope that they that their sales have been uh, affected. And but wait a minute. Before I say anything else, where's where's Dex? I call him Dex. You call him Cornell. Is Cornell here? Let me see if I get him to chime in. I think he's listening. He's he's our producer, folks. Cornell Butler does a darn good job, kind of guiding us through the show. Thanks, it's great, great to have him on board. Let's put him on here. Let's see. Let's see if I can chime him in yeah. here. Cornell, wait a minute. let's see if I can get him on here. Cornell, you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there he is. Good. How you doing, dog? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Pleasure, man. Good, good. job, y'all. You want to thank you. Doing the job. That's what I'm talking about, boy. Burn it at both ends for us, man. That's what I'm talking about. Get the work done. Get her yeah, done. Yep. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah Cornell's so you said, okay, drinking the Corona, which is a good. No, no, I'm not drinking Corona. Right? I'm not drinking Corona. I'm drinking. I'm drinking Just Kona. Walk. Kona. No, no, no. Kona. Kona beer. It's from the Kona Brewing Kona. Company in Hawaii. Kona. K O N A. Oh, okay, okay. Let me get it straight. I don't want them. I don't want them emailing us or something. Kona. Spell it. Kona <laughs> beer. You're not Corona beer. You're starting yeah, to sound yeah, like I'm my saying... friend uh, Big Ike there. <laughs> Go. I, I, go. I, tell you I, just, what. I, I just I just found out that Ike um was starting another church. He left the other oh, one. God. Yeah, well, well, we're going we're going to talk about it. There, there you go. We're going to talk about it on Friday. But I did say he was coming back. As a matter of fact, since we're talking about that, uh, we're going to have Romani, Romani uh, uh, Malco from. Um, Think Like a Man and Think Like a Man 2 and 40-Year-Old Version and uh, Blades of Glory. Uh, I think he's going to be on 
on Friday. But we, we have to talk about that so we can get that straight in regards to Zoom, because I know you guys do the Zoom, and I don't. But uh, let's see what uh, afterwards, when we get off the air, how we can hook that up. But uh, I think he's going to be on there with Ike. And, and can you imagine Ike and Tijuana Jackson being on the same show together? Man, that's unreal. That's going to be off the chain. Look, I don't know what you're doing Friday, where you're going to be, if you have those meetings again, whatever you're – I know you, you usually are out of town on Fridays or out of, the, out of the station anyway. But what I'd like you to do, if you can on Friday – uh, because we've been talking about it, and you're kind of chime in and interject. You, you know the guy. We've never met him uh, outside of yeah, the uh, he's, show here. Uh, he's, he's an uncle, Uncle White. He, he's, he's you, one need, of you need, Lloyd, to figure out how. I don't know, I don't know how you do it or, or what you got to do. But you need to right. chime into the show, even if you can listen for five or ten minutes on Friday and listen to him on the show. Because Well, I, 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 might, I might actually do that because I understand now that this thing has blown up. We got Hollywood stars that are going to be on here, and uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna keep that in mind. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try, even if I am busy, I'm gonna try to make sure to take out some time that uh, that I can listen to you guys, uh, in particular with him. And I might even call in. We'll, we'll see how things go. Cool. Well, we're talking about we're talking about the entertainment business and, and movies, and there's a lot we have to talk about today. So much has happened with the coronavirus. So much the NBA is opening tomorrow. We got to talk about that. Got to talk about all these Republican groups that are are starting to put money together and buy ads on television, uh, showing their distancing uh, from uh, Donald Trump and voting Democratic. And yeah. There's so much. You know, oh. I want to go over all these things. Yeah, I want to go one over minute, all these things. But what I, I want to do? Um, mm-hmm. May May he rest in peace. God bless his soul. For those of you that don't know him uh, by his name, but I just want to—I just want to drop it like it's hot for uh, uh, brother Malik B. with the roof. Since we had on, uh, since we had uh, Marcel Bellinger on the other day, and uh, I'm, I'm getting some feedback. Whoever got that on, turn that down. Whatever that is, yeah. Uh, the deal is, is that Malik, Malik B. of the Roof, Jimmy Fallon's house band, passed away. Mm-hmm. I know. I read wow. about that. You, you, about told me, that. You, you told me, and yeah. I, I followed up and read about that. He was, uh, uh, yeah, just to go on, he started, he was the founder of the Roots in Philadelphia in 1999 and went on to play and do recording with the Roots and then uh, started a solo career and, and was quite successful in that and continued to come back with the Roots and do some recording with them. But he he was not in the, um, um, the uh, who was it, the uh, Jimmy Kimmel? No, he's in the he's in Fallon. Fallon. No, he wasn't Fallon. part of that. He wasn't. No, he wasn't with them. It was basically. He was one of the original there. members. He was one of the right, original. Right. One of the original members, like in, in the side group. He had a side project. Uh, he wasn't on with Amir, who everybody knew him as Questlove, and also Black Thought. That's Tariq, and also Kurt. Uh, yeah. No, but but every but when they would do things in Philly and New York and around the, the area. Uh, he would actually come on board with them, but um, yeah, he's a young man. Young man, he wasn't he wasn't that old. Passed uh, passed away. I just found, and I just was told about it maybe about an hour or so ago. So uh, we can send uh, send him some love and may he rest in peace and God bless his soul. So there you Speaking go. Speaking of that, move. man, the recap. Huh? Tell, tell Lloyd and um, Andy, if if possible, could you tell them your background since we're talking about entertainment today? Yeah, 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 sure. Um, go ahead, Lloyd. You go first. I, you go I, first. I'll go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go first. 
Uh, matter of fact, this is funny that you mentioned that because I was just in the park. Like I said, I was playing a little tennis. I was getting getting some work in. And uh, and this Indian brother, uh, his name is Geek. Geek? Geek? I think that's what it, uh, that's how it's pronounced. He was sitting with his son. And who did he mention but uh, Sam Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson. And I'm going to make sure that if we can get Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Malco uh, on here, we're going to try to get mm-hmm. Sam, see what happens. Um, the deal is work with Sam, Bernie Mac, George Clooney, Bruce Willis, Robin Wright Penn, Ben Affleck. And I got a story about Ben because the deal is, is that I worked with Ben and Sam on changing lanes. This was before he became uh, uh, Batman and, uh, and, 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 uh, and a big dude. Uh, matter of fact, worked with him and his buddy Matt Damon uh, with the Ocean's Eleven crew. Um, but also with music. Done some stuff with the Roots. Done some stuff with a um, uh, bunch of people. Bunch of people. So go ahead and hit it. And matter of fact, even recorded myself. And we're gonna be doing something pretty soon. By the way, yep. Marcel laid yep. those licks down, man. So I'm sending them to you. But we're gonna have on here big fair wedding. Fantastic. So go ahead, Fantastic. Andy. Yeah. So Give us your uh, background, uh, brother. My Jewish brother from another mother. Give us your background. You got it, Andy. Andy. Yes. Andy. Start off as you know, we you know aviation pilot. You was a pilot, you know. Yes, yes, I was. I was a pilot. I was a professional pilot. Went to school at Aeronautical University and uh, started flying when I was 16 years old, folks. Was a flight instructor at 18 or 19, I think it was. And uh, I've got I accumulated over 1,200 hours teaching people how to fly airplanes as an instructor, and went on to fly corporate and charter. Ended up with an airline, but accumulated in my career. Um, and when they're flying with a company which is now NetJets, which is the largest, uh, they got. Yeah, I know them. They've been yeah. sending me some stuff. What yeah, kind of so jet? I'm, Hold on a minute, dog. Uh, what kind of jet, jets have you flown? flown? Oh, what I've type? flown. I've flown a mixed bag. Oh, mostly corporate jets. Uh, you know, high Lear and fast. Jets. Not Lear's, but other other jets like Hawker and Cessna Citations, and um, you know. Go, Planes like Gulfstream and things you've heard of. Um, What's the difference? What's the difference, Andy? The, the, the difference is weight, uh, the passenger capacity, the passenger comfort. In other words, how much headroom, the performance of the airplane. You know, the the, the takeoff distance, the landing distance required for an airplane to fly, and how far it can go, how quiet it is, um, and and how how complex the system is in terms of what it's able to do uh, autonomously um, on its own, in terms of uh, landing and takeoff with uh, you know on an autopilot just about, and and the more you know, the advanced you get, the more complex these aircraft are, the more capable, uh, more capability they provide. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I, my whole career, folks, uh, my actual career, no, my career started in music. When I was 11 years old, that was my first band. And then music, That's what I wanted to yeah. talk about. Get that yeah, music, music, yeah, music, I started playing guitar and piano. Piano when I was about seven or six, something like that. And I started playing guitar when I was eight or nine. And, uh, and my mother showed me three card chords. The next thing I know is finger picking light and Hopkins and, and Mississippi John Hurt blues without knowing who those oh, artists were. About. Oh, 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 hold up. Hold yeah. Up, hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. White boy with an orange yeah. row playing what? Light and Hopkins, Mississippi John Hurt. Yeah. Robert wow. Johnson. You said that too fast. You need to say that to the people. Cause we got some brothers that are listening, and, and, and now they're going to be on you like white on rice, coals on ice. Light they didn't know you Hopkins. was that bad, Andy. They didn't know you was that bad. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I won't talk about this further, but, but I, I learned Mississippi three chords. Mississippi John, my, yeah, boy, Lightning you bad. Hopkins, you bad. Go ahead. 
Like, like and, 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 and you got a, you got a couple discs out now, right? I've got several. I think I've got nine records out there, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, um, and in the and in the front of our show, isn't that your stuff? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's a tune. Uh, I it's a it's a it is a tune I wrote. It's called. Uh... <laughs> oh Jeez, Lord, have me... mercy. You know what? <laughs> because we don't put you on the spot. Okay, that's his tune, people. So he's playing in the beginning, uh, Cornell. Make sure you yes. get the, what the name of that tune is, because he didn't, he didn't lost. I definitely am working on it right now. Arm. We we done forced him to break his arm, pack his stuff on the back. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. so so our you listeners wanted to download your, your music. Where can they go to? You better put uh, that corner down. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Kimball. K i m b e l dot com. Go to andykimble.com. I appreciate it if you do, folks. And my my Facebook page is my name as well, and it's, everything's under my name, Andy Kimble. You can also go to Reverb Nation and listen to. I think I've got sixty or seventy songs on there on reverbnation.com. Look under Andy Kimble. But my website is andykimble.com, and I think um, oh, there's a lot of information on there. I've had uh, you know as a as a performing musician uh, when this COVID uh crisis struck us uh in actually we knew about it in february we really knew about it in, in january can we tell the truth yeah we did we knew yeah, about it okay and uh, we could we, we've talked about that before and we will again i'm sure but anyway yeah. um so i had a whole slew of jobs uh of, of shows you know a show is a job for me um from jacksonville florida to seattle washington uh, London recording sessions at Abbey Road that have been postponed. I am going to do that. Um, oh, but yeah. to the entire summer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, yeah. you, you go too fast. See, I'm, I'm, maybe it's from me smoking my medicine. But you, you just, just slow, just slow the roll a minute. Because for those people that don't know, because there might be some people on there that don't know the, the connection with Abbey Road. I'm going to share that as a black man, but you can get go in there too. Abbey mm-hmm. Road is famous for the Beatles. That's that's where that's, that's that right. that particular place. That's right. yeah. and, yep. and a bunch of other people play there. So go ahead and chime in now. Since yeah, so you so I had recordings recording sessions in Abbey Road. I was going to go in. I was going to do in June, and uh, coupled with some performances around London, which I'd done. I was there in November, and I just loved the experience. And that was my first time there, and couldn't wait to go back. And was scheduled to do so in June, and then play a, a whole bunch of shows and festivals and concerts uh, all over the United States from uh, uh, from July through September. And that entire slate of performances is wiped out. Wiped out. Wiped out. Wiped you know, out. So we're going to make a song good because if 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 um, I'm, I'm trying to think of my man that did cocaine, uh, you know what I'm talking about Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton can do cocaine. I can see us right now doing one. We don't lie. We don't lie. We don't lie. Everybody got. Coronavirus, doom, 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 doom. Yeah, we want to make one up like that. Don't be selfish, man. See, you gonna laugh. See, you gonna laugh. Uh oh. There you go. There you go. Uh oh. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Go ahead. That's right. Uh, Folks, we having a studio session. Corona. Sorry about that. There we go. See, we already got it. We already got it. We're going to lay that down. We're going to make a man off that. Yeah. We're going to make a man off that. I think we should do it. I think we should. I've got a studio that can do all that for real. I ain't joking. We didn't already put put the skeleton down, so we're going to get Marcel Bellinger in here. We're going to get Uncle John, John Ellison. 
who yeah. is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get Cornell, who played the drums, and we're going to get Amanda. I heard yes. Amanda was on there since she yeah, from Amanda. London to do her thing. Yeah, she's yeah, going to write, she write this song. Bad boy up. Yeah, Love one it. other quick thing, and I know we and I'm glad the way that this show going because I'm tired of talking about fucking Agent Orange and and, oh, and and Orange Head, Cheeto Head, Donald Ass Trump. But but we can get to that in a minute. I want to go back to what you just said a minute ago. Let, let let's stay on point, dog, because you done play with some people. I understand, man. You played with who that in Philadelphia? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And we also uh, y'all started band. Y'all, y'all need to pick him up on YouTube and watch his stuff because the brothers yes, got on stage with a bunch of brothers, a bunch of brothers from North Filthy. We, that's, that's, yep. that's what we call it here, North Philadelphia, all black with froze and everything on. Them motherfuckers look like they just got out of prison. Here come this Jewish dude on stage. Now, he, you were brought in by who? You, because I remember uh, seeing that you were brought in by who? Perry White, Perry, the drummer in the band. Perry, great drummer, great, he great drummer. Brought, uh, Cornell, if you didn't notice, this is weird. Now you've seen it. He was brought in by Perry. That's that's wow. almost like that, that's almost like bringing him in to people. And you know what yeah. all of them and you know what all them look like. And now here he come and brothers back there whispering. Oh man, who this white brother? Who this white Yeah, oh, you know, my first, my first, let me talk about that. My, my very first experience with the band, Perry invited me, and the band was rehearsing in a church in in southwest Philadelphia, Osage Avenue, oh, right around the Osage, right? Big, you, yeah. you, didn't open up, you didn't open up the box now. You didn't want the church on people. Yeah, and, dancing, and singing, and moving to the room. <laughs> So the band, go ahead, go ahead. So, so you so, went so, in so the band. Hold it, hold, hold, hold. Let's yep. deal with the church first, dog, because you went in. Yep. This, see, yep. I can imagine him going in like Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and he got hit. He got hit. He got yeah. hit by the spirit of God. God, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Jewish boy. So go ahead. I walk you, first. You went in the my, church. Well, you got to understand. I part. I drive in this neighborhood. I'm coming from um, Chestnut Hill. I drove to West Philly. I find a place to park my car. I had no idea where I, where I was, where this church is exactly. I got a guy in my car with my guitar. I had no idea where it was, and I found the church. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on a sec. Hold on a yep. sec. Yep. Uh, you, because you're going so fast. Where was the church? Because those that are listening to us now, this is not yep. regional. Andy is in, in Pasadena, California right now. I'm yep. in the outskirts of Philadelphia, and yep. Cornell is in Delaware. But the deal is, when he talked about West Philadelphia, He's talking about an area that just experienced a riot. See, this is international now. So those of you that are listening to this white Jewish man that played music, he was in the area. He was in a black area, West Philadelphia, that just had the riots, which is on the Strip. We call it the Strip, 52nd Street. So now where was this church at, and do you remember the name of the church? No, no, I don't. It was uh... Okay, so you don't remember where it was, but you remember it was just West Philadelphia. It was deep in West Philly somewhere, very deep in West Philly. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You think it was the bottom, Lloyd? You think it was the bottom of West Philly? The bottom? 
See, see, wait a minute. What you say, Cornell? The bottom. There you That's go. It. See, see, let's get it out. Let's get it. But see, and, 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 and let's put it so the people can understand. He was using code. We don't use no code here. We tell it, we, we keep it 100 for the people. You were in a yes, black neighborhood. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, oh, yeah. You were in sure. a black neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, yeah. You go into the church. You go so into the church. To, black I church. went to church, and there was the, the band, I think, had 12 members, horn section, some backup singers, and they were up on the um, church stage, you know, on the, on the, where the, where the um, uh, priest. Now, were, was the church full? Come on, brother. No, was the church oh, no, 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 no. No, this is rehearsal. This is rehearsal. They, they, oh, they, they were there. rehearsing for God. They were rehearsing for God. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So you walked so in, I walked they, in didn't, and I, they didn't know you and were coming. I, I, no, they did. They, didn't Perry, know. they Perry, probably Perry, looked at you and dropped their instruments. Yeah, Perry, Perry invited me. So, so I, I came down, and this band is up on stage playing, and I started listening to some of their stuff. And I asked myself, because it's not what I do as a solo singer-songwriter, you know, touring, playing oh, folk oh, music. Oh, you, 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 done went, you done went corporate on them. You come in there, the white dude. Now, you know they done already been traumatized by dealing with the man, the white right. man. You know they've been so hit. Oh, yeah. Here yeah. you come talking about, uh, I don't usually play this kind of shit. Uh, but, oh, you probably didn't say that in church. But hey, Andy, said, I, Andy, I don't was Ike there? Here, you know? Did you see? Did you meet Ike there? No, 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 no. I didn't. But, I didn't. But, I didn't but, know. But, I, didn't know. I heard about it. You know, Cornell. I'm glad that you're saying that. Make sure you bring that up on Friday. Yeah, because I, they said, I told they said Ike that. was the road manager for that um group or something like that. That's oh my God! I, that, I don't oh know, but I'm gonna God. find out. But go ahead. Find so out. Perry asked you to come up. Or, or at least if he, there's a lot of people there. If Ike, if Ike was there, I wasn't introduced to him. He, I maybe you know I don't I don't I don't know. But there was a lot there. of. There, there you go. Yeah. All you did was put down your white man thing, and they were like, "Oh no, here we go. We ain't gonna have no time with this dude. We want to throw him out of here." <laughs> so I so oh, I sat I sat yeah I sat the church pews. And I was waiting for the for Perry to invite me up on stage and do something. So the now, band's did you playing. Bring, did you bring your axe with you? Did oh, you yeah, bring of your axe with you? A couple of them. For those, of you, of that, them. For those of you that are listening and don't know what the term means, other musicians will know what I mean when I say axe. He brought his guitar, his guitar. He brought his stuff, yes. his tools with him. So you come <laughs> in there. Which, come on, yes. man. Because, see, you, you're running over stuff. We, we, yeah, so you brought your guitar with I walk you. In and, and I'm watching the band play on stage, thinking to myself, um, okay. This ain't going to work. This ain't going to work? Yeah. All right. All right. This ain't going to work. Let me, let me back up a second. I had previously had a band, a nine-piece band called the Andy Kimball Express, which also had five oh, black no. guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but it was, it was, we had five black guys and three white, something like that. It was a probably black band. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all, yeah, but and that's we, we played everywhere. We dealing with a... Yeah, but that don't count when you're dealing with a bunch of brothers that just came out of prison and church. Yeah, right, you see, you had right. Five, right. You had so, five so, black guys in your band, and they and you named it. You named it the yeah. Andy Kimball Express. You get right. five black guys together, and you out there going to name something? You looking for an ass whooping? They're going to say no, no. You ain't you ain't coming in naming us no Andy Kimball Express. Where you think you from? But anyhow, <laughs> I'm being honest. So so I got up. So, so Perry Perry you finally interviewed. Yeah, I go to the church. I sit down. I'm listening to the band play, and they are and they're real good. You know the horn section, the whole thing. You know women backup singers. They have the whole the whole thing. So finally Perry oh, introduces they backup me. Backup singers in church. Hold up. Oh yeah. Hold wow. Up. They had, they, yes. There you go, Cornell. Say something. So they had backup singers of women. 
Oh, yes. see them church women. Yes. They be looking. Oh, oh shut Lord, what you what you thinking in your head? <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. We'll leave it I'll, alone. Yeah. We'll leave yeah. it alone. So so go ahead. So go ahead. So, pick it up from so, there. So so Perry invites me. Uh, uh, he introduced me to the band, and the band kind of uh, they're kind of hesitant. They're kind of like you know they knew I was coming. I think Peter uh, Peter. I think Perry must have told him I was I was coming. Obviously. So um, he said, Andrew, why don't you come up and plug in and. Um, We'll see if we can do, you know, some, let's do some tunes. So the first couple of tunes we did were songs that they were kind of working on, and I kind of did my best. And then, um, and then I asked uh, Perry, said, do you mind if I just do some stuff and let's just let the band play? Just let these guys loose. Turn them Get loose. Get in the pit. There you thing. go. You knew what to do. You let know what to do. Let them do their thing. These, I, heard all, I felt all this talent and energy pen up within the constraints of a song. One, and that's two, not, that's not what you know is. what to do. You, go ahead. You, you bet. So I started playing some songs I wrote, some stuff, and even some things I was making up on the spot, quite honestly. And these horn players played like they were amazing. The singers just kind of just felt what they're supposed to do, and they did it. And and, it, and we played all – we must have played till 1, 2 in the morning. I don't remember, but we played. And I just went from one to another, and the band was – we never – we didn't know each other. I didn't even know these guys' names. So after but it was music, music has a healing for those that know and for those that listen to it, music has a healing component. So, I mean, you could be from another, which is what you were. I mean, you were so diametrically opposed. Here you are, white Jewish dude with an orange fro, looking like Robin Williams, for those of you that don't know what he looks like. Looking like, and, and here you come in a black church in, in, of all places, blackness in West Philadelphia, with a bunch of brothers just got out of prison in church. Playing. They probably thought he was Jesus. Say it again. <laughs> they probably thought he was Jesus. You know what? That's a good one. They probably looked at him and said, oh, my goodness, Lord, you done came down here to save us. <laughs> He's sitting over there with a guitar, too, a guitar. Get him up here. And then let him give us a blessing. And what happened? Them not knowing any, them not knowing one another, all of a sudden they played so well. They figured that, that see, they talked about it. They said, you know what? We were blessed. We were blessed to have him up here with us today. Please come back. Them guys that, them guys that didn't want you in the beginning, see, change your mind. See, and you, you were also, see, and I'm glad we're going through this because we just had riots. We just had riots, and we still having all of this uh, calamity and dissension and separation in this country. You clean that up, Jack, in one fell swoop. You, you, you ain't the red little white dude. Cleaned it up, put your yeah. thing down, dropped the mic, and left up out of there. You left the fire on stage. You bet. You left the fire you. on stage. You you told the devil, get back behind me, devil. Let me play these legs. Perry grabbed me aside after after we were playing. He grabbed me, took me to the corner of the church. And Perry said, I gotta tell you something. This is Who Dat band. They've been around a while, played a lot of gigs, a lot of park concerts, blah blah blah. I know I and, know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, so Perry Perry said, I gotta tell you something. I've been playing with this band and these guys for a long time. I'd never ever heard them do what they just did tonight with, with you, you know, and uh, just, you know, it was, and it was great to hear that. It was great to create, to have, you know, and I just make it up as I go along. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I get up there and play and let's see what happens and go for it, man. Uh, Give everybody up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to know something? We go, we're going to break our arms and pat you on the back. Cause that's what you're fishing for. You're fishing for combat. You know, damn well. No. What you're doing. 
and, and you know what you do now. As a matter of fact, y'all need to listen. When when this thing comes out, Big Bear Wedding, it's going to be the funk joint of the of the of the of the of the of the new millennium. Listen to what I tell you, because we're going we're going to have we're going to do this thing next week and have this thing on there. Y'all might have liked CeeLo with uh, 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 what was it, Fu or uh, Forget You, and y'all like Bruno Mars. This, yeah. Those two dudes ain't got nothing on Mad Man and the mental problem with Marcel Bellinger and 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 me and also Andy Kimball. So y'all gonna watch out. He gonna he gonna put his thing down. So let's get back to the church thing now. So they yeah, said that so. you came in and you came in and touched them with the spiritual music. You did a you did a you did a white Al Green thing. You went up there, did your thing, and then dropped the mic. It, or, it was. It was fun. It's, I, it was, you know, it was like a flash. It was like in and out, bam, you know, boom. See, I and knew then, it. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, it was. It was a flash. Was it a thing like the Blues Brothers? Was it a thing like the Blues Brothers? Oh yeah, almost. I, I got to tell you something. Speaking of the Blues Brothers, um, that I went to go play a gig in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. You know what that's like? Can we talk? You know, it's all yeah, yeah, it's all. Every, everybody's name is 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 Biff and Buffy, right? You, you know what I'm saying, right? So, so, so but um, wait a minute, wait a minute, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Let's straighten that out now because you went by that too fast. For those of you that don't know, and you might be living in other areas, he's talking, and you have your own areas like this in your own country or your own city, places where, uh, hello there, my name's Biff. Hello there, my name's Buffy. Oh, we're having tea. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. Stone yeah. Harbor, New Jersey, on the floor, which is next. Oh, hold on a minute, let's get this right. Which is next to Avalon. So, do you have any great yes. coupon? Yeah, yes. that, yeah, that, that's that's this kind idea. of place. You got, you got to pick, do you, you have any great? That, that's this kind of place. So he went to a place where these people are. So go ahead, pick it up from there. Because so, you, you, so, you run rough shot over stuff so quick. Go ahead. So my band was called that band 1982, I think I'm right now, 81, 82, right in there. Uh, summer gig, uh, Stone Harbor, New Jersey, uh, nine piece band with horns. We were a Blues Brothers tribute band, Blues Brothers tribute band. I'll, so we did, we did, e- we, we did every tune the Blues Brothers ever recorded. And what we did was if in between every set, you know, every other set was the Blues Brothers set. So we had a John Belushi kind of guy that would come on and sing and blah, blah, blah. But every other set, we would do Chicago and Steely Dan and Bruce Springsteen and Rock and Roll and, and Rolling Stones. And then that set's done. Next set, bam, back to the Blues Brothers. You know, the whole thing, right? So one one time, our John Belushi guy couldn't quite make it. He's pretty crude anyway. And our drummer was making up some words during one of the kind of monologues during a song. Yeah, he took Belushi. And, he probably took Belushi to heart too much and was oh, doing he did. the same stuff. That, that's what I figured. He, Go ahead. And we got thrown off stage. Oh Just like Lord, the Blues Brothers. Yeah, the, the owner came up. The owner came up and said uh, he paid us in full. He came up after the set and he said, "Andy, come here." And he and he went to his desk. And he took out all the cash he's supposed to pay us, and he you know puts all the money on the desk drawer. He says, "I don't want you here. Get out of here. You're not taking the stage. You're gone. Goodbye. I don't take that language here. Whatever." And the language see, see. was. And I went to church. He might like to play my organ. That's exactly. And John Belushi said those same words. And he may like to play my organ. And that's what the, and those are and that's what the drummer said. And the owner of the place. You know, he, so anyway, we loved it. That's we got. It, guess, that's because it got too black. It, it got too it, black then because yeah. See, if, it, yeah. and I know what you're talking about. 
I know yeah, where you're yeah. talking about, and they figure, no, we we don't want that down there. But see, yeah. they could you could go down there playing black music, but you can't say that about church and an organ. Uh, no, 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 no. Because you know you make me want to shout. I might like to play my organ. And then he says, wait a minute, we got to get them off stage there now because we, we, we don't need that. I don't know where that music came from. But but as long as you're doing this, come on, baby, don't you want to go? Back yeah. Same old place. Sweet home in Chicago. Heidi, hey. Yeah, see, you can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Make, do, you know, add something to the show. And uh, when the band showed up and they saw me, 
couple of the guys as a guitar player went over to Perry and say, wait, I didn't know he was coming. He's not supposed to be here. What's he going to do? Yeah. Yeah, they did. We all, that, that, that always happens. You got some guy acting like a bitch jealous. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Because you can't play. That's what he's doing here. The couple of your ass. That's what Perry should have said. But, yeah, it was but, unbelievable. But and, 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 and the guys in the band were good. They were, they were good players. But they, but so they, they just felt that you know I wasn't really up to speed on their on their set and what they do and really you know what am I doing there? But here's here's what I did beforehand. Here's what I did beforehand. When I was practicing with the band, we did a few shows. I forget what. I forget. Anyway, we we played. So I was nobody had like a wah wah pedal. You know, when you're playing funk and, and RB. Don't tell me. Don't I, tell no, me I went out before, before the show. I went out and bought one. Right. Oh my goodness. And and I have a Les Paul custom guitar. That's my guitar. My nineteen seventy one. Oh my goodness. That's enough. Gibson Les. And the band plays, you were and a I Les jump Paul in. With, and yep. a wah wah pedal. And a wah wah pedal. And man, after I started playing and adding to the band, those those band guys couldn't get enough. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 I, I'm, I'm telling you, you probably you probably could have gave them chitlins or something, and they would have ate it right out of. And you don't know nothing about them. Don't forget the hot sauce, Lloyd. Don't forget the hot sauce. The, yeah, chitlins and hot sauce. There you go. Yeah, you probably. Thank you very much for for, for chiming in there, man. You you absolutely right. And they would have ate it. See, and that's the thing that brings people together. Yeah. When yeah. when people. And I was sitting there talking to my man, the inventor, with uh, with me of skin tight. You know the hand yeah. thing. I'm gonna make sure that yeah, everybody yeah. sees that. We're gonna have that on there because we we need a sponsor. Listen, any sponsor out there listening to me right now, I'm the inventor with my brother Sanjay. We made this thing called skin tight. You can actually handle golf balls, any kind of balls, your own balls. Um, uh, you can wipe it. It peels. It sticks. It does everything. Matter of fact, the next time we're gonna have we're gonna have that on the uh, on the roll when they come to the show, so they can actually see it. But my point is, is that you went in there, and like I talked to him, and and regardless. By the way, let's set this up too, so visually people can view can understand this. Temptations, everybody was crowded. It was probably crowded. Yeah. It always packed. had a crowd. But when Who That was in there, it was packed, jacked, like a heart attack. And that's the fact. And I'm I'm telling you, when he went in there, it was nothing but black people. Now, there might have been a couple cool white people in there because of the neighborhood, but it was probably all black people. And here this band was up there, and they've heard this band before. Here come, and he probably was one of a very few white people that came up in there, brought his axe with him, brought a Les Paul and his wild yes. wild pedal. When they saw him pull that shit out, they probably figured, oh, damn, uh, he know what he's doing. And and then take it from there, because the people probably looked at you like they did in church. Oh, uh, what's Opie coming up here for? You know, so pick, so pick it up. Go ahead, pick it up so, right there. So, so so yeah, we I took out the Les Paul and, and started, into, even songs I didn't know, I found some funky notes to play, added a wah-wah to it, and, and just really, bam. Then a guy came in, this is a funny story, a guy came in, dreadlocks, you know, a muscular-looking fit guy, and uh, look, he could have been like a you know, wide receiver, you know, just, you know, long dreads, real, real cool guy. He came in with a trumpet case and said, I heard you guys were playing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind sitting in with you. And, we, and I think Perry or somebody said, what do you, you play? What do you have there? He said, a trumpet. He, he was a Navy SEAL. God just got done Navy SEALs. Oh, crap. So he, wow. wow. Yeah. Navy SEAL. 
So just got out. Just he wasn't the guy that played with. Military. He got he took the trumpet and got up with the horn section and just tore it up. And between him doing what he did and I added the wow wow stuff and the rest of the band was there. They're all good. It was one heck of a magical night. And this is a night where the where the band didn't want me there. Yeah, it started with the band not wanting me there. So it just goes to show you, you know, who knows. You, you who knows? know. I'll have a story about that on, on another show about that because, mm-hmm. uh, listen, everybody has gone through it. Uh, Prince, Temptations, um, you know, it's really, we'll, we'll get to that. But I got a story very similar to yours. Now, if I was running that band, next thing you know, we'd be on the radio right now because that is the same type of thing. That is the same type of thing that happened with Clarence Clemens and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. See, here we go international again. Bruce had his band at the. He used to be not too far. He used to be in Jersey for those listening. Again, international and national and regional. Bruce used to be at the Stone Pony. This was before he yep. became Bruce. Yep. Yep. And Park, New Jersey. Yeah, you're right. As Asbury Park, and the deal is, is that Clarence, just like that brother that heard about it, Clarence, had heard about this this this, this little Jewish boy, and that isn't that crazy? This little Jewish dude that had a curly fro. You know, y'all must got y'all must be black. Uh, you know, you've been black ties and bookerized now because you. But the the deal is, is that Clarence had heard about them playing, so he showed up there one day. He showed up at the Stone Pony and did the same thing that this cat did when he came into Temptation. Bruce was there. He said, oh, you know, you want to you want to sit in. And after that, the rest was history. So the same thing could have been done, you know, with who that. But you, you don't know because now once this actually gets out, they're going to be kissing ass. They're going to be uh, 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 trying to look for you, trying to look for me, trying to look for Cornell. Hey, hey you remember me? No, I don't remember you. Get away from me. I'm going to tell them, yo, step off, step off, keep rolling. Uh, you got to talk to Andy. Because now. I always say it. I'm looking, I'm looking at my rear view mirror. There, there, there you go. I, I'm going to say, talk to the Andy. Talk to the white man. That's what I'm going to say. Then, then I know they ain't going to say nothing there. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that they gonna say, uh, no, I won't do that. Now I'm talking to you, brother. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Ain't you the same dude that didn't want Andy in the band when he first came up there? No, that wasn't me. Yes, it was. You know, one of them kind of deals. But now, when you got finished, y'all played the rest of Y'all played that whole night. Yeah. They tore the house down. Yeah. I heard about that because I, I lived all around in Philly. I heard about that. Matter of fact, I came in there. I think he might have had on a pink pinstripe suit with a cape. I know who he is. I did see him. See, I, I not only see? I saw him. Not only that, I saw him there, and then I did a solo show down at the uh, Sam Adams Brew that was on uh, Samson and uh, on around 15th or 16th years ago. And he was see? in a pink in a pink stripe with a, with a hat of some sort in the back by see? himself yep. in the corner. I saw him. I saw Ike. Yes. Lean, wow. Leaning up, lean, leaning up against yes. him with a cane. And the yes. deal is, is that y'all tore the house down. Y'all left it in. Y'all left that place smoking. Y'all and and what time did y'all finish? Uh, two, I think, somewhere around two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And 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 them people. Yeah. Because I don't know if you ever. That's if dedication. You had, if you yeah, temptations. It was on. It, it, I well, it's not there anymore now because 
the place has gone through a quote unquote regentrification. Everybody knows mm-hmm. what that means now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the deal is, is that temptations used to bring people from all over, from all around. People would come from New York, New Jersey, Delaware, uh, uh, even as far south as Washington. Because at one time, Chuck Brown, you know, you, you, you remember Chuck Brown. I feel like busting. Chuck Brown came up in there. Yeah, when, yeah. When, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, when Marcel was there. Now, he didn't play. He was just there because he was in Philly visiting somebody. But this is where, this is where that man that we is co-hosting with us, this is where he played. And he played a bunch of other places. So, listen, I know we didn't, we didn't, Took up most of the show with music, but this is good because I know people are digging it. So if yeah, I I I did a show. Uh, I can tell you folks my not my last album, but the second to last album I did is called uh, Live in Hawaii. Oh, whoa, 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 hold up, dog! This so you don't want to see you keep. See, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead and break your arm. How many? How many so, records so, you got? How so, many LPs you got? I think there's nine. I think that most of most of the records I have out there. I've got a couple of studio albums out there, but most of the records I have out there are compilations of various live recordings where an engineer would follow me around different venues or different people would record. And and a lot of what I do, folks, is I get on stage and I make. I'm a solo act. I, I do what I do, and I take my acoustic guitars and I I've played three hour shows. I think it was the Chicago Tribune uh, one time wrote an article said I was a, a one man Grateful Dead to the bone. Not that I do Grateful Dead songs intentionally, but I just kind of go from one tune to another and bring it up and bring it down and get the hold up, up, get hold singing. up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Wait a minute, let's not get it twisted. A one man Grateful Dead bad to the bone. They put Grateful Dead along with George Thurgood and the Delaware Destroyers, they mix that in the pot with you. See, if, if people don't know who George Thurgood see, we're giving people an education here. If people don't know who George Thurgood is, George Thurgood made this record called Bad to the Bone. And, yes. And, and he also did one bourbon, one scotch, one scotch. and one beer. I ain't seen yes. my baby since the night before last. I'm gonna get high, man. I'm gonna get gas. Yeah. So, see, people are digging this now. You're probably gonna have an inordinate amount of numbers uh, tonight's show. But the man, the co-host, the man with the plan that's on here right now, Andy Kimball, was actually compared to Full Dead and George Thurgood. Now, yeah, I mean, too. I myself. I mean, I myself have been compared to Stevie Wonder and a couple of yeah. people, but I'm not going to get into that right now. I ain't going to no, get into that No, right but to the extent right. is, and it wasn't it wasn't exactly the music, it was the fact, the, the flavor of the show. In other words, I, kind of a one-man jam band, I go from one song to another song to another song. See, and you done got black. There. Oh, you done mm-hmm. got black. You said flavor? See, yes. see, see, I'm telling you, you, you hip to the job. You hip to the lingo. The flavor that we savor, neighbor. You play, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead yeah. with the bad so, stuff, though. So, so I, I've played, I've actually played three hour shows. I mean, I picked the guitar up and I put it down three hours later, and the audience is there grooving at every step of the way, you know, and, and, and not knowing, I don't know, I played three hours. I pick it up, and as far as I'm concerned, it's like 45 minutes, and somebody goes up and says, you know, you just played for three hours. I'm like, what? But anyway, um, so I did a show, an album. Uh, for uh, NPR. Actually, it was um, Hawaii Public Radio. Uh, they sold 85 tickets, and I went to the great big recording studio in Honolulu, Hawaii, and they recorded a live show, which is out there now. The album's called uh, Live in Hawaii. You can get it at Nimbit, N-I-M-B-I-T, music.com, nimbitmusic.com. 
Say it again. Uh, say it again. And, and slow down for those that Nimitz. might be having a little a little cocktail. It's, say it again. And slow down. It's N I M. That's Nancy India Mike N I M B I T Music dot com forward slash Andy Kimball K I M B E L. And the album is called Live in Hawaii. And the reason why I point that album out, and there's several of them, is because it's a live show, which I really didn't know was going to be made into an album when I was doing it. I may have selected different songs if I'd known that. But anyway, uh, it gives you an idea of the impromptu flavor, of the impromptu uh, feel of, of what my shows are about. What I'm going to do now, I've got a tune. I think I queued it up. I'm not sure, but I want to play a little bit of a tune here. This is made up as I go along. I want to take a look at listen to this real quick. Okay, go ahead. Here we go now. Jack, I'm telling you, yeah. See, that that that's what I was talking about about some things extending beyond black, white, old, young, Asiatic, Indian. I got an Indian brother right here who deal nothing but Bollywood and be listening to his stuff, Ravi Shankar and all of that stuff. This yeah. dude was out here, he right here, right now, and, and, and he's really shy. Didn't want to say nothing. Because he didn't want nobody from India listening. Because I know we got Indian listeners. He didn't want his name out there. But he's sitting up here. I thought he was getting ready to do, getting ready to do the moonwalk. He got his <laughs> hands on the ship. I thought, and his name is Sanjay. He's a buddy of mine. I thought he was getting ready to do the moonwalk. Yeah, that's man. I'm, 
No, I'm it's not funny. lying. I'm going to take a video a little bit later on when we call off the air, and I'm going to just have him say hi so you, you don't think. Listen, I don't tell no lies anyhow. I'm out here in an area where there's a bunch of white people listening to some of this stuff, and I know they're probably going to say something to me a little later on. There was a ball bounce, and they picked it up. Yeah, yeah. But they're listening right now, not knowing that this is an international radio program being done right now. But you put your thing down. Yeah, it was fine. I, I've gone into. You, you hear that? Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Be quiet. Say it loud. God bless. You hear that? He said, "God bless." There you go. Oh, thank so you. This, this, this thank you. Real. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I did so, a uh, interview one time on WXTN in Philadelphia. I uh, actually was on the Gene Jay oh, show. Oh. Uh, who uh, he, he had passed away recently, but anyway, I remember one time. I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Gene Shea show, and um, I played a, a, a. I have a national steel guitar, and I was playing some some bottleneck slides and some blues, and mixing a bunch of tunes together, and just whatever came out, you know, on live on the air. And when I stopped, Gene said, looked at me, and said, you know, I see some Buka Wait in there, I see some Blind Boy Fuller in there, I see some Robert Johnson in there, and at the time. I don't really listen to much music, folks. I don't really. I I'm into sports and sports radio and current events, and that's what I'm kind of into. And you know, living, you know, and living. You know, I don't really listen to music that much. So when he mentioned all of these, these, you know, black classic country blues performers from the 1920s and 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 around that era, I didn't know who those people were. So he says, wow. hey, that lets you know. See, that lets how about you know how about Sammy is. Davis Jr.? He was a great artist. Man, we're talking Davis, about Sammy. No, wait Sammy, minute, different, yeah, different wait, class. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me take that. But let me take that back because somebody might have heard me. You're absolutely right, uh, 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 Cornell, and I say that you're absolutely right. Uh, and may God rest and bless his soul. Sammy was one of the greatest entertainers around, uh, and I wanted to say that. But uh, in, in this particular case, we trying to be like Sammy. All of us trying to be like Sammy. We want to get to where Sammy was. Um, yes. Now, and, and, and thank you. And going back to what you just said, sorry. About if, that. You know what? This is good that you said because Sammy was Jewish. You see, a yep. black Jew. Uh, he was a black yep. Jew. Yeah. Sammy was Jewish. But the, the thing is, is that what he just said about the way that he played, and he didn't even know these people. It, it this is almost like if you have it in you, this is good to let you know because I said this, and the, and the dude just a minute ago said. Said, uh, what did he say? He said, God bless you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, he said, God, God bless you. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. You. So, right. And, and this is the first time since we've been doing these shows that the majority of the show surrounded what you did because the ne- next week, I mean, it's always, I'm always bringing up something in regards to me, but next week we'll also have, um, We'll we'll do the song that you want, but this this is we're doing a guest shot. You got me kerplunk. You got me stuttering. This is yeah. good with your musical background because here, check this out. Cornell plays drums. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Drums. I, but I, I don't know. Drums. If could, yeah, but I don't know if he could say it. But but we're gonna find out because what we're going to do is actually have a band. That is comprised, as I said before, of him, me, you, John, Amanda, and Marcel. And, and we're going to see what we can put down because that, that tune that you just did, and I could hear, I could hear a little muddy. This is me. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I could hear a little muddy in there. Mm-hmm. I could hear mm-hmm. a little slide, some BB. Um, 
um, uh, 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 Bobby Blue Bland. Especially when mm-hmm. now, now I will say this. I will say this. You 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 do need a more rougher hewn voice when you're doing the blues. We we gonna see if we can ask, get, <laughs> you know no, 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 we we can get Ike. We we're gonna get Ike. We're gonna get Ike to maybe. But matter of fact, play that joint. We're gonna bless the track <laughs> on uh on, yeah on Friday. We'll see what the deal is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Louis, so, let's talk about yeah, your careers. How long? Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. How long we got for today? We we got an hour. It, we, we have another. Uh, we have another half hour to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-three minutes. Um, you know. Yeah. Since you mentioned that, um, in and of myself, I mean, I might not be as accomplished as he is. But you know, I, I did play in front of twenty four thousand fans at uh, yeah. the Wells Fargo, the Wells Fargo Center. You know, uh-huh. it, 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 it was That's it was major. doing a little thing called it was doing a little thing called um, the Wing Bowl, if you ever heard of it. Of uh, course, through what of course. WIP, if you ever WIP, heard of it. I've, I've been trying yeah, to get 94. to that place for years. I've been trying yeah. to get to the Wing Bowl for years, man. I always miss it because it gets so packed. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, what it was was that uh, WIP was sponsoring um, what they called the Wing Bowl. It was uh, it was a it, it, man. I got some video. You can actually look it up. It was tw- for those of you that don't know, just to give some history, because of the Eagles had not had a Super Bowl, it never won a Super Bowl. What we did was we wanted to have our own bowl here after the Super Bowl to kind of uh, express the need to have a championship board here in Philadelphia. And for the longest, they were uh, they were having what was called the Wing Bowl. And the Wing Bowl was a thing for uh, professional eaters of, of chicken wings. Now I, I, now, I know we just had this thing with Lou Williams going into the, uh, going into the skin joint down in Atlanta. Uh, ass is out of the bubble, and he went to this, uh, uh, went to this, uh, 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 like I said, the skinger, this, this, this strip club, looking for wings. He was looking for wings. He was looking for backs. He was looking for chicken butts, chicken necks, chicken thighs, chicken legs. The whole uh, chicken. And, and, and he was going in there to get his rooster glazed, basted, and, and, and put it, on, put his rooster on a rotisserie. Yeah. So I hope he hears what I'm saying. Oh, stupid thing. Ain't got no business out there like that. But now, my, the the deal is is that during the Wing Bowl, WIP was also sponsoring bands. Well, since I know Angelo Cataldi, and I'm going to send this to Angelo uh, uh, and, and, and the gang, what he mm-hmm. did was mm-hmm. he had me come on the station, and I did this rendition. And I'm going to send it to you. I did this rendition of the, of the uh, Chicken Wing song. And they actually was in there dancing. Hollis Thomas was on there with me. Yeah, and sure. Hollis, sure. I'll, ne- I'll never forget. Hollis, Hollis said all, off the air, he said, boy, what you did was better than them guys. <laughs> them guys that were in there. But uh, he didn't let them hear that. I forgot what the name of the band was. But the deal is I went down there and, and funked the whole funked the whole play. It wasn't that hard because if you got twenty four, twenty five thousand drunk people in there, I mean – you could go in there singing tic tac toe or any miny more, whatever the deal is, and they're gonna yell. But uh, yeah, I I performed there, 
uh, did regular stuff actually at the, uh, the Susquehanna Bank Center, which is now the BB&T Pavilion. I yeah. performed over there with Marcel Bellinger, and uh-huh. people could go to YouTube. They'll see they'll see me performing uh, YouTube, uh, Funky Broadway, and then YouTube compared to what? It's a Les McCann and Eddie Harris tune. And the deal is uh, the Funky Broadway was a, a cover of Wilson Pickett, uh, Funky Broadway. But you see me, man, getting around. I'm doing the slide. I do a split. I'm doing the running <laughs> man. I'm doing all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and performed also down at the Tropicana. Yeah. And at the Borgata. Yeah. Yeah. I performed at the Borgata. At the Borgata, I did a rendition of Roadhouse Blues, uh, the Jim Morrison and the Doors thing. Let it roll, baby, roll. Let it roll all night long. Yeah, I did a rendition of that. And at the Jeez. Tropicana, I did a rendition of 10th Avenue Freeze Out. The Bruce yeah. Song. yeah. Yeah. Sure. Teardrops in the city, bad scooter searching for his groove. It Sounds like great, boy. walking pretty and you can't find room to move. Yeah. yeah. I did that. Woof. And uh, yeah, I mean, but listen, I mean, we got some talent in this little group, so we're gonna put something together, and and we gonna we we gonna roll with this thing, man, and see what happens because people are gonna be saying, "Hey, I heard you on the radio. You that dude? Or <laughs> wait a minute, you the guy? You know Big Ike? You see? And that's the thing that's gonna have me. stop laughing. Man. That's the thing that's gonna have a problem with me because I don't want to be confused with trying to get my uncle all the time. I'm trying to do my own thing. Yeah, don't be coming up here in the street asking me, can Big Ike come to my house and all of that stuff? Yeah, because I might have to slap somebody, but, you know. So let's move on. And, and, and this is so refreshing because we did not do the news. We did not do anything on corona. We did not do anything about sports. And by the way, segway, beep, 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 there we go. I just want to say something. And that does not mean that we have to go off this and deal with anything in regards to uh, keep talking about the virus, but the Florida Marlins whole team sick, dog. <laughs> Did you hear what I oh. said? Are you serious? Uh, listen, when I when I when I first spoke to Andy about this, and for those that are listening to us, we are in the middle of a pandemic, a biblical, apocalyptical, of apocalyptical proportion. The Florida Marlins, which came from Florida. Of course, uh, hence the term yeah. Florida Marlins. It's Miami Marlins now. Miami Marlins. Florida. Yeah, yeah. The Mi- right, right. The Miami Florida Marlins, which came from Florida, with them people down there just doing jack stupid stuff. <clears throat> the Florida Marlins, when they first got here, and and believe it or not, I told you that they lied. That somebody knew. The players, the Phillies players, were actually sitting there talking about. They had already known that three of the guys before they played had been infected after the game it went from three to eight when they when before they left the stadium it went to 11 now half the team half the team this is what they're saying half the team because they expanded the roster you remember when nate was on there they expanded the roster to 30 35 men yeah 20 20 of those guys 20 of those guys have come down they've been they've been affected and check this yeah. out. Yeah. They went to the same skin joint. They went to the same strip club in Atlanta that uh-huh. Lou Williams was in. Uh-huh. And that and they and they said they're trying to do trace uh, track tracing, 
That's where they said that they got to that ain't uh, listen. I know them people in Georgia just as jack stupid too, but that's where they got it from. They got it from it. They they said that they got it. Doesn't matter. They brought it here. They brought it here and they lied. Now they're still waiting to see if any of the Phillies players come down with it. I think that they have it. They're not playing. They're not playing tonight. Mm. Uh, the, the the Marlins season is over. Wow. In first and- place. I, th- I think they, they were in first place. This is a protracted season. So it was oh, a sprint sure. period. You only had 60 yeah. games. They were in first place. They were 2-1, 3-1. Their season is done. Yeah. Their season mm. is done. And then and, I think we need to, 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 to mention the NBA season kicks off tomorrow. They are coming back. They played one game in March. Well, we're going to see, well, we, see how that wow. we're gonna see, Yeah, we're going to see how that happens because I sent you some information last night yeah. about a lot of the guys that opted not to play right. because of this. And I also sent you. Yeah, we talked about the, that on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the facts yeah. and figures about the NHL guys yeah. that, that uh, opted not to play, and also the NHL. So this isn't just relegated to one particular sport. This is across the country, well, he, and here's, this is dealing with everybody. Here's and this is an important day for us today, guys, folks. We need to remember that July 29, twenty twenty, because today. Today, today at 1.45 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time here in California, 1.45 my time, the United States officially surpassed 150,000 coronavirus deaths. Far, far eclipsing. 150,000. The national toll shows how difficult predicting the virus or in that, from that standpoint, human behavior in general can be. If you remember, President Trump uh, and all those experts back then have a time to, that the deaths would be much lower. Um, the United States leading authority on infectious disease, you know, uh, then, uh, was it Fauci and the CDC, said that no more, around 60,000 people they predicted in the country would die from the coronavirus. Um, and a revered research center, you know, if uh, the old research center, I think John Hopkins and so forth, said that the figure would be around 70,000. Um, and then the number of deaths shot up to, you know, 75,000. Trump said it could be between 75 and 100,000 back in May. But today, Wednesday, July 29th, at 1.45 p.m., the nation's death toll surpassed 150,000 people who were living in December who have since died from coronavirus. And that's that just and it's not getting any better. It's it's just you know you know and, and again I talked about human behavior. I mean we we to an extent can control this thing, but it is controlling us. And nobody wants to nobody wants to listen. Nobody wants to to say you have to wear a mask. Nobody wants to know you have to stay home. Nobody wants to say you've got to wash your hands all the time. You can't touch things. Don't rub your eyes. Keep your eyes out of your nose, mouth, and eyes. Keep your hands out of your nose, mouth, and eyes. Um, Stay home. Uh, and, um, you know, July 4th, you know, parties everywhere. People on the beach, people going to barbecue. You know what people died who went to parties on July 4th? We did the right thing leading up to July 4th, and we're, we're living at home, and we're, we're staying locked down. Hey, July 4th, I'm going to go to a party. They died afterwards from coronavirus. It's just, you know, so we're looking at human behavior here in general, not just what, you know, this disease is winning this fight. This virus is winning the fight. And, and it will continue to win. Yeah, yes, it's got a body of its own. How much longer we got? We have on the show today. We're, well, we're going to take it to 90 minutes today. So that gives us about 22 minutes. Gives us about 22 minutes. But the okay, uh, no problem. About, I just wanted to. I just wanted to ask. 
Yeah, and a couple of things I want to touch upon today was not just those those numbers, but also something that came out today, uh, which is that campaign, which is being uh, depicted in several parts of the country uh, by various groups of Republicans, various groups of Republicans who um, have put money together and are financing an ad campaign uh, showing how they are distancing from Donald Trump. One woman, I happen to have a recording uh, of an interview uh, with a woman from Indiana named Jenny Mayer, and I'd like to play some of that for you uh, now. This is Jenny Mayer of uh, Indiana. Hello. My name is Jenny Mayer, and I live in a small town in Indiana. I voted for Donald Trump in 2016. My reasoning was because he took Mike Pence to be his vice president, who was supposed to be an Indiana boy. I no longer believe that. In fact, I think it's a Hoosier hoax. In Indiana, we teach our kids not to be bullies. We teach our kids to be respectful to women, their moms and their grandmas and their sisters. And Donald Trump, he doesn't respect women at all. We teach our kids not to steal, but Donald Trump steals millions of dollars from the American public every time he goes to his golf course on his own property to play golf. (laughs) When millions of Americans can't even put food on the table. Donald Trump lies. He lies on a daily basis, if not on an hourly basis. And Mike Pence, he says nothing. But what is the one thing that Mike Pence says? Oh, Mr. President, you're doing such a wonderful job. Our administration is handling this coronavirus wonderfully. If I hear him say that one more time, I'm going to puke. Mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Your boss, your buddy, who takes a Bible and goes and stands in front of a church, holds the Bible upside down I am so- for a photo op. He's probably never word read one word out of that book, not even two Corinthians. I will say that the Republicans have no regard for someone like me. They think I should give up my life so their economy can look good. But I'm not going to give up, and I'm not going to lay down and die. I've got two grandkids that I have full care of. I want to see them grow up. I want to see my other grandchildren grow up, play sports, graduate from high school. And God willing, I will still be around because... I have values, whether you Republicans believe it or not. So I have recorded this, if nothing more than to relieve my conscience a little bit. It's really hard to go through every day thinking there's nothing you can do. But I can do this, and I can go to the polls in November and I can vote Democratic because Mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Donald Trump and I have nothing in common. 
except for the fact we both wear makeup and we both wear Spanx. Thank you. Oh, you know oh my God. I, 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 and, and usually I am so glad that you played that. And and we, if I if I know that lady, we need to actually, or if you know her, we need to actually send her a copy yeah. of this because yeah. she is a white woman from the Midwest. She's a white grandmother, and she eloquently, splendidly, I couldn't have said it no better than what she said. And the white people that are here, if you are thinking a thinking, rational, logical individual. You will understand exactly what she said and why she said it and to whom she was saying it to all the way around. And plus, you you mix in that network piece because it's, it's, it's hitting a fever pitch. It's hitting a fever pitch. And I'm going to say something about this. And, 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 and this is not towing the line. We have no line on this show. I understand where you guys, where your allegiances might lie. I'm talking about you, Andy, and you, Cornell. But the deal is, is that, I listen, I think it's the lesser of two evils, but this is the only system that we have here in this country, meaning, meaning in regards to uh, uh, Biden. But we need some type, some type of, a, of a better system, a better party that is not that has not been made as of yet to, to deal with this stuff. I'm not talking about the Republican. I'm not talking about independent. Yeah, I'm not talking I, I, I about the Democratic. I don't know where it's I don't know where it's going to come from. Yep. But yep. that I think, woman, I think, she spoke the sentiment. She spoke for black and white people. The way that she felt. I mean, it was heart wrenching to me, man. I mean, yeah. I I felt that. I felt that it's just like you do when you're doing the music. Yep. So go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think what you, and you summed it up so beautifully, Lloyd. Uh, and I don't think that could have been any better as well as the way you just summed what you said. Uh, right. You you hit the 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 nail with the hammer so well on that. Um, you know, it's funny because what you just said, what you just said, Lloyd, was um, written about in a recent article uh, with New York Times when um, the latest line of attacks are coming from a group called Republican Voters Against Trump, one of many. And there are many Republican groups against Trump. Uh, the New York Times headline was they can't stomach Trump sufficiently, but they are comfortable with Biden. They're comfortable with Biden. And yeah, just like we said, and there's an emerging group of Republican voters. Men, there's many groups, right, emerging who dislike both majority party nominees in 2016. But Hillary isn't running this time. But they're now so disillusioned with Donald Trump and, and comfortable, comfortable with Joe Biden that they are increasingly willing to support the Democrat. And why are so, you know, why are Republicans so on their game? Um, it, it's, and I think what we should do is, is let's play this. Let's play this. Here's, here's why. Go ahead. Here it comes. Do you feel you can keep the job you have or gain a job if you don't have one? Are you pleased with the ability of young people to buy a home, of the elderly to live their remaining years in happiness, of our youngsters to take pride in the world we have built for them? Are you convinced that we have earned the respect of the world and our allies? Let us resolve tonight that young Americans will always find a city of hope in a country that is free. And let us resolve, they will say of our day and of our generation, that we did keep faith with our God, that we did act worthy of ourselves, that we did protect and Pass on lovingly 
a shining city on a hill. Well, okay. You're right. And that is a television, that is the beginning of a television ad that's going to be seen across the country being paid for by Republicans uh, who are not supporting Donald Trump. Um, and, um, and, and we all know whose voice that was. And if you, if you don't, that was Ronald Reagan. Yeah, but who was well like, and, and that was one of Reagan's most popular and famous speeches at the time. And the question is, can we go back over that? Maybe tomorrow we'll di- maybe tomorrow what we'll do is we'll play that again and we'll dissect it. We'll go, you know, through it piece by piece and ask ourselves, okay. can can we answer those questions in in a positive manner or can we not? And and it goes. What, what, the reason why I'm bringing this up now, Lloyd, is to further reiterate on what you just spoke about is that you have Donald Trump. Enough said. You know what? What can you say? Joe Biden. You know, a lot of people, I mean, he's been there for 50 years. I mean, this guy's been there. You know, he just knows the system, knows how it works, worked on both guys. You know, he's done some things that some people don't like. He's done some things that a lot of people like, blah, blah, blah. Like most presidents, like most senators and most congresspeople. The way it's always right. worked in the past is, let's say you're a, you're a Republican and a Democrat gets in. You voted for a Republican. You've maybe even worked. Maybe you knocked on doors. Maybe you made some stuffed envelopes and made phone calls. Your guy or gal did not get into office, whatever office they're running for. So, okay, you're pissed. You go home that night. You're damn. You call your friends. God, you believe it, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? You get over it. And, and philosophically, the person who's serving you is, doesn't agree with, with your ideologies. But as a society, we work together. We move on. We move ahead. I don't think ever. In our, in our country's history, have we ever had any official, Congress, Senator, or Governor, Mayor, who was shown the, the character or lack thereof of the President of the United States? And I think that is what the country is reacting to. Well, one, one of the things I want to say, and, and let me just comment on what you just said. Are you two guys still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now, I, I, I want to take this. I want to sidestep. And good point. Good point you made. But one of the things she said, I was speaking to some friends of mine about this. Mm-hmm. You have to look closely, like she. And, and I'm so glad that that woman brought it up. And it mm-hmm. was a white woman. Mm-hmm. He was holding the Bible upside down. Standing in front of that church. Now, I want to ask the two of you, one black, one white, and both Jewish. When you see, and when you've seen that done, what is that a sign of? Think, just think for a minute, and, and, and I don't want dead silence or anything. If you can't, if you can't say, if you can't bring it up, if you, I, I will help. Hold, holding, holding the Bible upside down would be a, a philosophically uh, as a sign of a devil, I believe, right? Am I right? Case closed. Case yeah. closed. And I am so glad that you said that because the yeah. deal is, is that I, I knew that straight from the jump. Cornell might not have known that because I, I didn't hear him say it. But when you do that, now, now, now believe it or not, when he did that, this, this is what happened. When he did that, this was before, it was still during the, the virus and everything, but it was before the riot. Mm-hmm. I told a buddy of mine, I said, you don't have any idea. I said, you don't have any idea. what. I don't know if he did it knowingly or if he did it naively, but he can't be 
that dumb. He is calculating with everything that he says. He stood up there, and, and he was giving a sign to somebody, somebody or yes. something. And, and, and here's the deal. Do you know that several of these people with, with these groups, these groups that then came out, these right-wing extreme violent groups, there was a guy, the poor boys, I think it is because they're in the Pacific Northwest, but the poor boys, what they said was, we've seen him. We know what he's doing. We know what he's saying, and we've seen the signs. We're just waiting for him to tell us what to do. Wow. Yeah, and I am not. I am not making this up. That's what they said, and and he stood there, and believe it or not, and I'm going to say this. I am not invoking before anybody gets on me. There's Mm -hmm. a picture, and you guys can actually go. I know the picture. I know the picture. I know the picture. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'd rather you say it. All right. I'd rather you say it. If you can, you can superimpose. I'm going to say this, and it's absolute truth, and and, and everything, and we've said this many times on the show, fact check everything we say. And if we're wrong, call us and correct us. But we do fact check everything we talk about on this show, unlike other shows. Um, Here's here's the deal. If you superimpose that picture on another picture with a person standing in front of a church holding the Bible the same way, you will come with the perfect match. That other picture I'm talking about is a picture of Adolf Hitler. That, that case closed. Case closed. I am so glad that you said that. There is a picture with him, just like what you said. For those of you that are listening, and we all know what Adolf Hitler did, what he was, mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. a picture of him doing the same thing in front of a church with the Bible held upside down. And, and there, has, there has been, and I'm not saying nothing new, there has been uh, a lot of stuff because Adolf Hitler and the people from the Third Reich and the Nazism and all that, they, were, they practiced a lot of that stuff. So yes. enough said. I'm going to yes. leave that alone. Yeah, interesting enough, and, and, and there, there, there have been articles, there have been books, there have been op-eds written about this. There is a mechanism, and it's a psychological mechanism. As a matter of fact, we're going to, as I said yesterday, we're going to have a psychotherapist on the show to talk about this uh, at a later date. But there's a mechanism yeah. that Donald Trump is utilizing, that Adolf Hitler is utilizing, that Mussolini is – many, many dictators in history have utilized a way – to rebel rouse and rally a crowd, get them chanting slogans, make America great, lock her up, and all these other things. And it works, and they get angry, and they, and they join, and, they, and together, here's what they get. They get something called agreement. And when you get agreement, it becomes, whether it's true or not, it becomes the truth because so many people agree with you. Then that becomes your truth. Then Donald Trump you need is be, there. I, I want to say this. I want you to finish. I need I need you to say if if Cornell doesn't be careful. That's all I'm saying. Be careful because yep. anybody that has taken this stuff on with the president and this other stuff. That's why I'm letting you talk because yep. we've already mentioned uh, uh, yep. the fact that uh, who we were and what we are. But it, yeah. it's just, it's just be careful. Listen, oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're have, good. You want to have a career. We're good. You want to have yeah, a we're... career. You want us to keep going. Yeah. I'm having a great I'm having a great career on the Ebony Irie show, you know, producing the show, so I'm having a good time. You you okay, both. Cool. not I a factor, but, but, but thank you for the concern. Yeah, not not a factor. Yeah, because there are things that up. we can talk about. That matter yeah. of fact, you know what? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. It has everything to do with his policies. Yes. And 
what's on that dollar bill and God we trust. But what that yeah. woman said, again, now, for those that are listening, this is an outgrowth of that eloquent speech that that uh, 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 white, middle-aged, Midwestern woman uh, just said. Now, yeah. she said she wants to be able to live, and to, it's the way that they teach their kids mm-hmm. in, 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 in Indiana. And that reminds me of one person right quick. I tell you, it reminds me of Larry Bird. I, and, 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 and I've spoken to him, but he's played in the NBA, those of you know, and he was brought, he, he was like, he was brought up that way. I don't think that that, that, that that brother has a racist bone in his body, but the deal is, she was talking about how they bring their kids up. Now, mm-hmm. my whole point with embracing what she said is this. We need, everybody needs to listen to people like that. Yeah. Because the deal is, is that when we do, and it is the difference between right and wrong, she said, you want me to sacrifice my life for the good of this country. And she meant literally, no. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, I'm not doing it. We, this is a war. And, mm-hmm. and see, we won't understand that until they put war in big letters in the paper. This is a war. This is a civil yeah, war, yeah. and this mm-hmm. is a viral war. Yes. This is a viral yes. war. And, and you mentioned those numbers. It is now at 100, over 150. Correct. Before 150, people waiting be to It's 150,000 150, dead as of 50, today. Right, yeah, people were waiting for this thing to get to the 100,000 mark. Now, believe it or not, Fauci said this before the year is out. Fauci said before the year is out, there should be probably upwards to maybe 200, possibly 250,000 people that will lose their lives with this thing. That, I don't care what, and, and they try to minimize they try to minimize this by saying the, they'll go to the percentage. Well, there's 300, 350 million people yeah, in this country. We do have, yeah, <laughs> Listen, uh, we do have, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I don't want to hear that when it comes down to people that you know. And, and, yep. and, and let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go to sports. I'm going to go back to sports. You can bet your bottom dollar that you'll never hear owners holler. It sounds like a rap. You can bet the bottom dollar that you never hear the owners holler. Why? Mm-hmm. Because their ass ain't in them stadiums. Yep, yep. The, uh, talking about, since we do have an international audience, we have an international audience, I think what we should do is kind of go over those numbers uh, to the folks that are in the countries that are listening to us. The COVID-19 respiratory disease caused by the coronavirus, right, um, has spread around the world. We know that there are now 16.8 million confirmed coronavirus cases and more than 662,000 deaths. Brazil, who's a listener now, we have folks in Brazil and welcome aboard the show. Brazil has the second to highest number of cases at 2.5 million, followed by India. They started joining the show last week. India at 1.5 million. Russia, 827,000. South Africa, 471,000. And Mexico at 402,000 cases. Like this, this is just unbelievable numbers. I mean, these, these are numbers the, that come out of a movie. Hold, hold on a minute. Where, where's China in all of this? Uh, China is down. It's, I'll tell you something. China just had 57 cases yesterday. See that? China's case, yep. 
China, China controlled this thing at the, at, out of the gate. China controlled this thing out of the gate. I don't want to hear any of this stupid, insane yep. in the membrane stuff that this, that this, that this man has been spewing mm-hmm. about the China virus. I don't I, I, listen. That's why I said, "Where's China at in all of this?" Take <laughs> some of the I stuff they're dealing with and, and 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 implement that here. Don't don't be sitting yeah. around trying to trying to draw a wedge because here's the deal. When we yep. and notice, I didn't say if. When we go under again, let them people remove their let them people remove their money out of this country. Yeah, all right. I'm ready to talk about that. Time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it one more time so everybody can hear me within the sound of my voice. If when when we go because they're gonna close this country down again. They they have to. But let them remove their money out of this country for that stupid man over there saying stuff about these people here and messing in Japan's business. We got business yep. here that we need to deal with. And you'll see this this place flip. The dollar will be worth nothing. It it's an unbelievable. Worth it's something else, folks. We got to We're going to come to a close here in just a minute. I want to thank everybody and thank Lloyd and thank you. Hey, Cornell, who's a producer from the show, in the background, listening in and and guiding us through the show. It was great to have Cornell participate really in the show today. You, my man, show. my man, hey, great. Great. And Lloyd, thank you. And I think, I think what we'll do is uh, we're going to we're going to hear from um, Jenny Mayer again uh, tomorrow, either in person or play that recording again because I think it has a lot of impact and something we can dissect along with that Reagan speech. We're also going to get back to news. We're going to get back to discussing about the, the timeline of the vaccine in, in real world terms. When are we going to see this thing? If we're going to see this thing and how effective is it going to be? Folks, I want to thank everybody for joining the Coast to Coast Show. Ebony and Ivory, Andy Kimball, and Lloyd Booker. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Take we really time. did appreciate having you aboard. Yeah.